SB Nation, welcome back and join us once again on, on the Highway to the Impact Zone. I'm your host, Logan Crosland, and I would like to thank you for joining us for episode number 83, where we will be live watching the Impact episodes from August 17th and August 24th, 2006. Let me now bring in my co-host, Jacob Williams. How are you doing, Jacob? I'm doing okay. I uh, missed the last one. Had a little case of the Largies. Uh, still got a little bit of Largies, but... The doctor prescribed me some of this uh, wonderful, uh, I don't know what they would call it in Britain, but uh, it's a prescription cough syrup, like the uh, like one Lil Wayne is known to drink, uh, mixed with Sprite. So it's kind of helping the symptoms. So in the in tradition of Mucinex and NyQuil, I'm on cough syrup. So it should be a fun go. time. I think they just call that Jameson over there. So uh, I'm just <laughs> playing. <laughs> Only kidding. Um, good to know you're at least feeling a little better. But yeah, this is that time of year in the South where uh, allergies run rampant. So uh, we totally yeah. understood and uh, we totally get it. Me and Matt were very uh, forgiving of you on the last episode because we were like, that's our whole lives uh, at this time of year uh, and ra- right. around when summer hits as well. So, uh, But joining us tonight, our only expert, uh, because Lewis double booked himself and decided that the other thing was a little bit more important, but we have the captain of the Chicken Salad Express, and that is Ben Locke. How you doing, Ben? Uh, good evening, Logan. Good evening, everybody. Uh, Jake, in an answer to your question, it's either Calpol or Benelin. Ah. All right. Well, I'm hopped up on Benelin. Is Benelin uh, related to Jerry Lynn? Um, <laughs> I sure as hell hope not, although, they, although, <laughs> hey, although, although it does bring you down in in the same way so yeah uh, possibly. I stay above the influence there no drugs for me brother not like my new good brother Benelin he's, he's a he's a real doo-doo head Benelin. he is Benelin <laughs> yeah, in, my you in my throat so I don't have a click off anymore I don't know whoa <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Uh, We will go ahead and start these episodes. So if everybody has them pulled up, uh, the August 17th episode, of course, uh, we will hit play in three, two, one. TNA Wrestling. Wrestling. Little fact for everybody, uh, August 17th, 2006 would have been my 25th birthday. Wow. Oh, my God. We're already starting with a fight. Yes. Wow. Carry over from the pay-per-view. Daniels and Styles and Goodness. LAX are going at it. And Don's then, claw hands here. <laughs> Don is not happy about the desk about to be destroyed. <laughs> My God, Mike! Oh. <laughs> we're we are literally 36 seconds in. Daniels has already busted it. That's the only reason he wears, like, white shirts, right? So when he does get busted open, it just goes everywhere. Uh, I can't wait till I'll see his street fight gear. And oh, my God. Conan is fucking laying into him. Good Lord. <laughs> He's like, take this, you little bald-headed bitch. Go, go, go snug on me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, God, that hurt. Oh. Good Lord. Oh my god, this is gruesome. Mm, <laughs> but the congratulations like the <laughs> So this was supposed to be Jeff Jarrett's uh, title celebration uh, he retained at the paper. But uh like LA, this title no. celebration is like a four year old's birthday party. 
<laughs> With one table of drinks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh God, look at the. He is bust. He is bust. <laughs> Not point seven, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's that's about a that's about a inch away from being a full Eddie Guerrero at Judgment Day. Man, that's a pretty hot hot little segment to open an impact. Absolutely. We usually start off with some bullshit like a <laughs> crap match or something. Uh, Daniel's just tasted his own blood. He's gone full maniac. Oh, yeah. He's looking even more had... like he's in a Jet Li movie than normal here. <laughs> if these four hadn't come out, Jay, we would have had some bullshit segment. Right. <laughs> they, they saved right. us. Correct. <laughs> so apparently, uh, The Ultimate Fighter 4, uh, season 4, was on before this. Throughout that, uh, uh, the episode, they had teased in the commercials that uh, they were going to start with a celebration for Jeff Jarrett. So, um, <laughs> the person who wrote this uh, review that I have up says that's supposed to make people want to watch. Right. I would think the UFC fans would enjoy this more. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Bloody yeah, guts apparently they had like interlaced some teasers in there, so. Um, they would definitely get you hyped for it. Not this specifically, but just the episode in general. My God. I was, I was Conan gone from like must switch off to must watch TV in the space of six months. I think we've learned over Lucha Underground and this, that he is much better as just like the talking manager mentor kind of guy. Yes. Like, right. he, like that's his niche apparently. And it, it helps that he's now paired up with some like good, talent and not the fucking husk of a <laughs> BG <laughs> James like the negative that charisma mm-hmm. oh there's brother runt brother runt's mohawk brother runt with his Robert De Niro taxi driver <laughs> like a emaciated uh... yeah emaciated De Niro <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, I was going to say, Don West creamed himself over that comparison at the pay-per-view. He was like, he looks like De Niro from Taxi Driver, Mike. <laughs> Except I don't think he said driver, he just said taxi. So I very much confused Matt on the last episode. I know I know, I missed the, the pay-per-view, but, but my favorite part is Don being shocked that uh, Sting's friend would turn on him. I can't <laughs> believe this. Like, <laughs> Don. You have got to be kidding well, uh, cheap plug alert, Jake. We are doing um, Halloween Habit 95 on the next episode of Slide, which is probably the best example of somebody turn- of Ric Flair turning on, of Sting, sorry, being turned on. <laughs> I can't get uh, my so words you can kind of like flip a, You can like throw a dart at the board of WCW big shows, and like there's a pretty decent chance it's got Sting being betrayed. <laughs> Oh my God! The lights went out. Who could it be? Oh, I was the Undertaker. Undertaker jumped <laughs> ship in those six, right? <laughs> hey, I mean, he went to the uh, NXT arena, so anything's on the yeah. in the cards. He's taking an off. Fucking hobbling for a bit. <laughs> what the fuck? He just hit abyss in the ass. Abyss <laughs> is selling. Bit. Oh, wow. 
Well, I just carried on just. Calls. I was gonna say carried on was just hiding down and just going, nah, not not tonight. That's for my former his... Wolfpack uh, compadre. <laughs> I was Jared has his Christopher Columbus uh, shirt again. <laughs> why is why Sting took all those balloons off to the roof? Do we not know what happened last time? <laughs> it could be highly flammable. Oh, yes. <laughs> that we don't need anything hanging from the rafters. You obviously left a towel up there last time. <laughs> That's what we were saying last time. We were we were thinking like uh, Sting went up there after with his bandages from the last pay- the previous pay per view and like just dropped it on the pipe that was up there that caught on fire. <laughs> so Sting is kind of like our lone top baby face now, I guess. Like who else? I mean, like AJ's kind of off doing the whole tag thing, so yeah, as far as like main event players, yeah, mm. he's he's buying himself for sure. That's that's true. I think I think Joe's taking his first dips into the babyface water, but he's not there yet. Yeah, he's right. still kind of in the middle. I'd say he's not he's not a heel, but he's not no, really no. faceish either. I guess. So Sting here is basically saying he will do anything to get another shot at Bound for Glory for the NWA World Title. Why he doesn't want to do no surrender, which is the next pay per view, I do not know, but he challenges him at Bound for Glory. This quickly changes mind that his goals for the title is no longer just <laughs> to end Jared's reign of terror. Quick pivot. He wants to end. Oh my God! There you go, Jake. There's the guitar shot of Doom. <laughs> How dare you, you piece of shit! You didn't do anything that anyone else hasn't done to Sting. Oh yeah, the big teaser through. Oh yeah, they show show the pyro. And then, oh my God, Mike. The Apex Zone is on fire. <laughs> here you go, Jake. Here you go. Everything you need in one segment. Just, just imagine oh, yeah. this, but forty-five minutes. Oh yeah, I, uh, I had it on. I, I, <laughs> I love the uh, Borash and uh, today on the scene. Yeah. It's my favorite. The firefighters. Logan, can I can I say God bless you or you and Matt for filling for forty five minutes with Grooney as well? That you deserve you deserve podcast Oscars for that work. Mm. <laughs> it it was something for sure. You know he, he brings such a level of chaos that I feel like he actually fit in really well with that episode. So <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or anything, but that that that. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like there was an episode for him. That was it. <laughs> Eric uh, needs to do something with this hairdo. He looks uh, he looks like he's wearing a cap. I think he's growing the blonde out. Mm-hmm. It looks very bullish, though. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's just been stuck on, hasn't it? <laughs> Like a load of spaghetti on top of his head. Yes, exactly. It looks like he took a bowl of spaghetti, smashed it on his head, and like super glued it to his <laughs> scoop, super glued it to his dome. 
So I like, I like the champagne. Um, I'm saying it's champagne, but the the, the spot of water there in the middle of the ring. They're, they're not going to bother cleaning that up properly until after the fact. Oh, definitely not. Johnny Devine looks like he has a like a Vince Neil from Motley Crue Halloween costume on. <laughs> it's a soul. <laughs> peanut butter shelly time. Peanut butter shelly time. Peanut butter jelly. So they have a knockouts DVD being advertised on the uh, outside of the yeah. ring, but there cannot be too many matches or moments. Well, I was just saying, like, what's it going to be like the match we watched like three years ago where, uh, who was it? It was like uh, uh, Trinity and Desire, yeah. Yeah, with the table. <laughs> Security guards constantly trying to come in and like take them away on the stretcher or whatever. I was going to say, because the knockouts don't kick in properly till next the next year, is it? It's about right. for glory next year. Yeah, I mean, Sorelda and Gail Kim just wrestled at the pay-per-view, but, like, it was, like, three minutes. And the DVD has literally every women's match they've ever had in company <laughs> history. All eight. Yeah, all, yeah, all six, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, sh- we got the po- they're, they are called the Paparazzis now, which is Shelly and Divine. They're teaming up with Petey Williams taking on the uh, face side of the X Division that seems to always be a six man I don't, I don't think that's Shelly, how the or plural lethal in, uh, what I don't think that's how the plural of paparazzi works to let them know <laughs> like paparazzi is one of those words that's like the same singular plural I don't know I don't know <laughs> well, if you their little name part comes up says paparazzi so I don't the know the paparazzos god look at all the <laughs> fluid in the ring <laughs> oh that's, what was, that's what I was on about they just like they just yeah. like eh sod it let that'll do <laughs> So, so Cal Valen, somebody went about ten rounds in the in the ring. It looks like. Oh, good lord! <laughs> Maybe lethal to give away a future uh, relationship. <laughs> the the face side, the <laughs> face side here, are about to go through a bit of a, a bit of a direction change uh, involving a certain movie that's going to be uh, worrying to watch for the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Saban's jacket pre-match uh, I described as looking like a one of the Street Fighter uh, level <laughs> backgrounds. The sumo wrestler—I can't remember his name—but E Honda. There you go. Um, he has a very or the background of his like stage on that game has a very. Uh, distinct little signature little uh, banner on it, and his jacket looks like uh, that banner. Oh my god! It's <laughs> Earl Hebner! It's a deranged uh, chimney sweep, Earl Hebner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Bert from Mary Poppins. I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's checking out, gre- he's checking out <laughs> Greasy P. He looks, ins- he looks yeah. like Rickety Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> just... Oh I like how they just like cut to break and they come back and say, like, well, we got rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what was the point of that? Like, the crazy old dirty man is gone. We, we, got, we got rid of that guy. Just comes in and sliced Greasy P's throat and runs away. Yep. He murdered Greasy P and went away. Johnny Devine desperately needs a new new gear. I can't I can't put it over enough how much of a chance. I was going to say... That really doesn't suit him at all. 
Somehow he looks like super small in it for some reason. But that same uh, Shelly in like uh, Saturday Night Fever disco pants doesn't really suit him either. That's true. He looks better than fucking Divine does, though. Of course, Shelley and Saban over here in the UK at the moment on the Impact Tour. Oh, that's right. They are over there. They're going anywhere near you? No, they are, but sadly I can't go. Sadly, I'm on. I'm actually on jury service this next week, so I'm, I'm oh, not allowed to right. go. I'm not allowed to go anywhere in case I get called up. I figured that, that was. I figured that was just an American thing, jury duty. No, no, no. You have to do it at least once in your lifetime. I've done it twice, actually. I've got a ah. I've never actually served, but I've been yeah. called as a potential juror. Yeah. Every That's time like. something like will happen where we don't like, like the case was dismissed or settled or plead out or some shit like that. We'll get the rowboat spot. Mm-hmm. So of course. And the roll up in the middle. <laughs> Nothing like a good old robot spot. Sifting through the news here, and uh, Cardinal Melt Shocker told the Mexican press he'll be heading back to TNA soon. So. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. He also told them he didn't know that uh, steroids were illegal in the United States, illegal in Mexico. <laughs> he also claimed <laughs> to have been abused in jail. Oh, wow. So. That's a shocker about shocker. So. Opposite of looking forward to someone's return, looking backward, <laughs> look backward to his return. I've, I've just realized who Johnny Devine reminds me of. It's um, if anybody remembers Van Hammer from back in the day, he's, he's just Van Hammer. Shook, shook it's like a Van Hammer without the roids, like, yeah, great value. Van Hammer, he's Van Hammer, but a foot shorter and like way less jacked. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's about and, to get pinned here. Yeah. And the faces with the victory. Who will be Senshi's next opponent? <laughs> I do not know. Not yet, at least. <laughs> it's Sting, Sting's wrestling everybody at Bound for Glory. Yes, he, he's going full full roster gauntlet at Bound for Glory. <laughs> That's the only match. It's just all night, staying for three hours. Sean Kidd's personal hell. What was that match when the WWE did that? They had like two guys face the whole roster. I can't remember now. Oh, it was Randy and Cena. That was it. Because they were they were feuding at the time, and they like made them team up. So we get highlights of the treacherous turning on that Christian Cage did. The uh oh, Rhino confronts Christian. You bastard! Why'd you turn on Sting? We're about to get real personal with this next uh, this next promo. 
Well, those two are those two are besties. Well, mm-hmm. in this what, do we of, what do we think of uh, Don's periwinkle he's got going here? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> the tie, tie kind of doesn't match the shirt, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's a little. He's a little off tonight. Slight I will. I, I I will say as 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 great as it was, I was very disappointed that Mike didn't wear the tux for his Hall of Fame speech. Oh yeah, that that was a big letdown. I think, and we say the because I think it's literally just one tux he has, mm-hmm. the same <laughs> one he wears every. Yeah, tux tux singular. Yeah, like the the one he um the tux, not a, not a tux. Christian looks so Canadian here. He looks like he'd be like Nickelback or something. Like he looks like he'd be like the bassist of Nickelback or something. So actually, the paper or actually the promo I'm talking about is on the next episode. So jump the gun. But we do get a special. You can, you can jump it occasionally. Yeah, that's funny. I knew it happened on one of these two episodes. I'll put it that way. So he's basically complaining that he gave Sting every opportunity to win the match, risked his life and limb. You know, Steiner kept suplexing him and shit, and Sting still couldn't pull the victory off. So he said he's the only true guy that can take Jared out, and Sting's just getting in his way. Now, if I remember rightly, it takes a while for Sting and Christian to actually meet in the ring, doesn't it? You think you think that'd be the feud? <laughs> yeah, you would think that would be the next uh, the next pay per view match, but it is not. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think Sting's not even on the next pay per view actually. He must have had a previous engagement or something. <laughs> I don't do the odd numbered months pay-per-views <laughs> <laughs> I don't work two pay-per-views in a, in a row bro not anymore I'm just kidding yeah he's not he's not on no surrender so this is 17 years ago, and as we're recording this, Sting and Christian are going to be in a match together in a month's time. In another match in a month's time. That's that's insane. <laughs> he does mention Rhino in this uh, this kind of promo, talking about how they're kind of like brothers and yep. they've been a lot together. But that for he, some reason, Rhino stood up for Sting after Christian turned on him, so... It might lead team t- team wreck baby <laughs> they would just be team rc cola though well yeah so i suppose yeah <laughs> hi i'm christy hemi and they only pay me to do these little interludes i do nothing else <laughs> thank you for joining us on impact but look at my look at my tits and my smile <laughs> Oh my gosh, AJ. He's he's not in a good way. Get that man to the hospital stand. (laughs) Daniels, Daniels, I'm not doing well. I'm not seeing flat lines like I feel like I should. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. 
Are you okay? Are you okay, AJ? Wait a minute. The the earth, it feels round. No, he's not all right. <laughs> he's not doing okay, JB. So the NWA Tag Team Championships will be on the line next week in a border brawl, which is basically a street fight. So <laughs> LAX versus the champs. Next week on Impact. Big match on Impact. Mm-hmm. Giving away a good one. We've got know. some LAX fans behind them as well. Oh, yeah. I think they just have some drunk park bearers. Do I think you Conan, Conan accepts the challenge and calls them strawberries? You bunch of cranberries. <laughs> we spread your cranberry sauce all over the ring this week, and we're going to do it even more next week, is what he said, because they bled, you know, cranberry sauce. <laughs> but he comes off as way more legit now, like like we were saying earlier. Like, now he's like, teamed up with a bunch of dorks. Yes. I think, like, Conan's whole deal can be okay if it's, like, like here it comes off as more legit, but then when he's with like a corny group, it like doesn't you know, then all his lines kinda of come off as lame. But like he has these like dudes who can kinda of back up all the shit he talks now, so it kinda of is alright. Uh here he is. I think it's ridiculous that there's a possible possibility of James Mitchell guiding the career of Bobby Roode after this. <laughs> Well, he, well, he, I, I, I do quite like this though, because they're like these are the three managers that they've got whilst forgetting about the fourth. Who, well, well, you know. Mm. Yeah, I think him and Shane could work, but it, it would be. So they are they doing like a when Macho Man first came in and people yes. are jockeing for yes. his. Uh... Yeah. Yes. You know, Simon Diamond saying he could take him to the top. Shane Douglas says. He can be my protege along with the naturals. And who knows what James Mitchell says. James Mitchell's like, James Mitchell's like, you're not a bitch. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, Gail's there. Sorry, five managers. There's five managers. Yeah. Simon Diamond clearly on the bottom of this totem pole. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. James uh, Mitchell probably on top. So... Due to the fire at the uh, pay-per-view, we lost a match. So instead of doing the tag match that we lost, we're doing a singles fatal four-way of one member of each team from that match for the number one contendership for the NWA World Tag Team titles. Oh, that makes sense. So it was supposed to be AMW, Kaz and Chain, the Naturals, and the James Gang, so... Instead, we get Kaz, Chris Harris, Chase Stevens, and BG James. So. And to go along with his terrible hair, Kaz now has a chin chin goatee bullshit. I was going to say, Kaz looks a bit like, oh, we talk about people being shrunk-washed. Kaz looks a bit like old Triton there, shrunk-washed at the top. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, hello. I think his head's not as jagged as like you saw. Shane says, oh. don't fuck it up, Chase. 
I think I'm about five seconds behind you, Logan. Good lord. I know you're looking more and more like Dolph Ziggler, but I need you to pull out this victory for us. Zolf. Zolf Diggler. That's future future TNA world champion Zolf Diggler you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) How do you... How how do you have the option of these two and you pick BG to represent you? <laughs> right. <laughs> See, I thought they were heels and he's like slapping hands when he comes to the ring. I mean, I don't think they're like super heels or anything like that, but I thought they were supposed to be like dickheads. Who knows? Well, no, I think the dickheads, they're, they're, they're trying to be like DX. It's just like, no, boys. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not going to work. You, you, need, you need Hunter, you need Hunter, <laughs> X-Pac and Sean there. They, they can get away without having YouTube there. <laughs> right. And they, you just and can't they are like on the resist. other channel. <laughs> you can't, like, resist the attention he gets from the fans for whatever, like, slim amount of notoriety he has left. Yeah. So like, he's got to get his little, like... He's like, like the rest like, of the scrubs. I was a I was a big star, you know. He's like, define me, love me. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm supposed to be an asshole on screen, but please love me and high five me. Kaz does not fit in this match. I don't know why. But yes, this this was supposed to be a four way tag at the pay per view, but it got uh it got put out by the fire. We'll put it that way. Uh, Matt was not disappointed that this match got canceled. <laughs> yeah, that means he didn't have to watch the James Gang. He just had to put up with the 40 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> we we plugged after the first match uh, was over. That's how long the filibuster was. You plugged every single pod on the network, didn't you? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, so that's why having see that's why having Grunion was a good thing because he listens to every single one. So that's true. <laughs> I will say at one point he was plugging. He was like, "I don't even know why I'm doing this. None of you are going to listen to my shows, anyways." <laughs> it's like Larry, Larry Grunberg, <laughs> Larry Grunberg. <laughs> That's his uncle. <laughs> oh, Larry Krupp. More dissension in the ranks. Uh-oh. Chase Stevens has the handcuffs. And, oh, he punched him in the upper back, which somehow knocked him out. And, <laughs> and the naturals are the number one contenders. Kaz is robbed. Because of course they are. Oh my goodness. How does how does Gail how does Gail look better today than she does? Uh, <laughs> I don't think she had quite grown into her uh I'm gonna stop that sentence right there. <laughs> 
complete that sentence as you wish, listeners. <laughs> exactly. She has she hasn't fully developed yet. We'll put it <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. Dissension in the wild. Wow. See an AMW breakup. Mm hmm. Gail doesn't want it to happen. They're her cash cows. There goes her meal ticket. They have fell down the totem pole a lot, though, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, the double bird. He kind of looks, uh, kind of looks really like Shawn Michaels here with the like little, the little double tiered mullet thing that Shawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the mullet <laughs> ponytail, like. So he has like, one hairstyle on the top, and then it's still like super long at the bottom. Right. It has like a clear divide as to like where the layers end. Oh, so they blur, they blur the double beard out, but then we have to have they keep the forty minutes. <laughs> Of the evacuation still <laughs> Oh no, there was we, we were we were watching the pay per view and they clearly like edited something out. I can't remember. Oh that okay. Pointed it out, but he was like, so they can edit that out, but not the the forty right. minutes of bullshit. So I mean, well, they wanted us to see how expertly they handled the whole situation. I guess so. Mm, yes. On the streaming service, like yeah. twenty years later or whatever. That you can fast forward if you would like. Them. Right. But unless you watch on your computer, you don't have the 10 second button. So. Yes, it is. Uh, I can tell you somebody who missed the pod and I was like, okay, I don't necessarily need to watch this whole show. Yeah. I just want to like kind of go through it and make sure I didn't miss anything of significance. Not having the 10 second skip is extremely frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Or even yeah, if no you're like phone crashes necessary. or something like during the pay per views and you're yeah. watching watch it along while doing the pod. Um, yeah. Do y'all see that like uh, middle aged mom who's very into Joe and the like orange, like little. Uh, oh, yeah. She's thing. loving it. Oh, and the yeah. second, second tier <laughs> yeah. seats. Yeah, yeah. Big, Big Joe fan. There we go. I'm going to go with that to husband next to No, no, I'm taking him home. <laughs> I think she wants to Samoan blow him. Goodness. Well, the ring's about to get moister with uh, Ron Killings coming out because he is uh, saturated. Here comes Sean Kidd's favorite wrestler. I feel like that shirt is like one pull of a thread from not existing. Right. <laughs> like if one seam popped and you pulled that string, it would just. Right, like it's. I mean that that shirt obviously runs a very toned man, but like you could see a a, a fat man trying to wear that, like you know, dad bod kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I won't say this is like a huge matchup, but this is low key. Like a... it's a cool, cool little. Worthy of an impact main event. Mm-hmm. This would have been a big match a year ago, not now. Yeah. But like Jake says, it's definitely made, it's definitely TV main event. Mm. 
and as we will see, they do uh, they do bring a pretty good pretty good contest to us. So, oh, I, feel like, I still say truth is underutilized since oh, we've definitely. done this entire podcast. To Sean Kid Chagrin, uh, mm-hmm. I, think, I think he's kind of, they don't utilize him enough. Mm-hmm. No, he's definitely more talented than they uh, present him as. And they never give him, like, any, like, character moments. And he's a, obviously an entertaining guy we've seen, like, through the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that didn't feel considering good. we get, like, fucking, you know, old oxycontin addicted shane douglas gets mike time and you know <laughs> simon diamond all these other fucking idiots like i'm pretty sure like ron killings could get a few minutes here oh yeah he's he's the kind of guy he's the kind of guy if they had the secondary heavyweight title would be absolutely perfect for it yeah like yeah. an intercontinental type of thing yeah 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 that was always the big thing with tna is that it seemed like there was always that sect of guys that were just you mm-hmm. know if you're not in a tag team and you're not small in, in the X Division, you're kind of just... Right. Because the, the X Division titles kind of present as their equivalent, like second most important. Mm-hmm. But then it's kind of like, you know, we've already gotten to the point where like Joe has the title and they take it off of him because he gets in a match and he's too fat to climb the thing. So it's kind of <laughs> like, you know, it's, like, well, it's not about weight limits, but like clearly, like... Yeah. Clearly in that match, it is. <laughs> yeah, like it's like, you know, y'all can say that, but yeah, and it's about to like, uh, like North American title, intercontinental title, TV yeah. title type of thing. Yeah, yeah, they definitely could have had a TV title, I think. Yeah, and I think the X Division title is literally about to have a weight limit not too not too long from mm. now because they eventually do go to that. Well, the well the X Division going off Jake's point was they like USP wasn't it, but. The, you could, you could. That, that was that was absolutely fine for differentiating, and then you could st- you could still do the other stuff even with your one hour of TV because you know it's four one hour shows until the pay per view. So you know even if even and, if your TV champion only appears once or twice. Uh-huh. And to TNA's credit, they don't overdo the titles either. It's not like they have all these no. frivolous titles, so they it wouldn't like oversaturate it to have uh-huh. a title thrown in here. And they never really do. I think. Throughout the years, yeah, they only add like one more, or they like yeah. they'll like have another, you know, and it's not for, you know, three or four more years. So I mean, I which mean, is even weird because they're spawned just... from like NWA and stuff, you know. You would think, yeah. right? With, well, it's you know, of course, like Western Heritage and all that shit. You would think no, they would no. roll with that, but the even the, even the to, Mid Atlantic Universal title. Yeah, because even even today, like even today with the, I mean, it's a stupid name, but the, you you just got the digital media title. Mm. That's that's the only one they've added. Yeah. Oh well, the knock the knockouts tag. Sorry, but you know, but that's, yeah, that's true. But even but goes to Jake's point because they space out the defenses or the the appearances by the champions. You never really feel like you're never going to get to a, like a invasion situation where you're having title changes off camera. Right, and then you have like a clear like so. Obviously, the world title is for Jeff Jarrett and all his stupid shenanigans. The X Division <laughs> is for like your, you know, spotty kind of high flying guys. And then you have the, you know, the Intercontinental title, whatever equivalent would be perfect for these guys who are like not really going to be in the Jarrett stuff all the time, but 
or clearly like workhorses. Mm. Yeah. Without really hard flyers either. Well, you've seen, you've seen, you, you saw earlier on that video package for Robert Root. So obviously you're going to be, he's going to be mm-hmm. getting pushed to the moon. So that, you know, again, put the ti- put a title on truth. And then there, there's, there's his first feud right there. Mm. And so I, I guess Joe's to... kind of out of his brief stint in the main event picture is complete, I guess, at this point. At least uh, for time. Hold, hold that thought. Oh. Say hold hold that thought. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> no, no, don't get too far away from that uh, yet, Jake. Okay. Have, you, have, you, have you noticed, by the way, we have these really serious, good discussions when there's actually a good match going on? Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, well, we have two competent guys in the ring, so <laughs> we feel like we can talk about something other than the fact that the people in the ring suck. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I did not realize that they named the uh, Legends title uh, the TV title eventually. So we do, do we do eventually have a TV title? But it's also the like legends title, the global title, the title. TV title, then the King of the Mountain title. I was, I was so. going to say, is that is that the one that is that the one that turns into the King of the Mountain title? Yeah, it sure is. So whenever whenever you hear anybody say about the digital media title being a, a crap name, yes, it is. But <laughs> yeah, they, they had a title that was only. Def- and kick the mountain matches at first. It eventually flipped, but goodness. We'll get there in twenty fifty two, don't worry. Oh yeah. I I bet you'll never guess who the first holder of the King of the Mountain Championship was, uh hmm. Jake. Um Some people say it's his world. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. I'm guessing it's gotta be shocker. That's why he's returning. That's exactly correct. 100%. You're right on the money. I'm proud. You know, is it a McDonald's commercial? I did know that. <laughs> oh, look, they put the No Surrender logo behind them. Uh-huh. Good advertising. Way to go, TNA. Um, so, Jarrett here saying he can't just give Sting a straight-up title match because how does that benefit him? So, he adds the step of if Sting wants another title shot, he has to put his career on the line. So he puts the ball back in Sting's court. Just wait 17, just wait 17 years, Jeff. You'd have had your wish. <laughs> <laughs> and even that, he's going to prolong uh, as long as he can and have as many matches as possible. So. They're going to go to every city and give him a, a gift. <laughs> that wasn't a bad episode. Yeah. Speaking, good, of, but... speaking of Jake, what would you give that episode? 
You know, I'd probably go like a shit. I might even go by impact, like the you know, going by like the curve we said, this is probably like a seven. I mean, that opening angle is probably one of the best we've seen. I mean, I enjoyed the main event match. I mean, I think that Christian promo is actually pretty good, like for Christian. Like he's already like going heel, moving away from like his cheesy, stupid jokes, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I thought this is all not too bad. Mm-hmm. Ben, what do you think? I, I, I'd go a seven. I think that's fair. Very, you know, the opening angle is very strong. Uh, really good main event. And that six man X division match was pretty good as well. Yeah, really solid episode for sure. Like like Jake said, starting with that uh, attack at the beginning was uh, really, really, really good. So and they have finally taken Jeff Hardy out of the open. So <laughs> they have replaced him with Chris Saban, so I did, did just notice that. Oh, his brother De Niro. Yep. He looks like somebody would be on like a 90s like fighting game. Like some guy <laughs> you'd have to fight on like, I don't know, like... Pick me, I'm Runt. <laughs> well, I, 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 I feel like he's obviously watched Taxi Driver and then he's watched Fight Club straight after. <laughs> oh my gosh, Raven is just sitting on top of the 18-wheeler. Don't you love that he beat Larry after all that and he has done fuck all since? It's very <laughs> Raven. That's so Raven. That's so Raven. <laughs> It's the future. <laughs> oh, that's a TV show I never watched. There you go. See, I got, I got, uh, I got Disney Channel after that show was popular, so I only seen reruns. I think it's a, I think, I, I think it's a generation thing though, because it's like we had the Disney Channel, but I was too old by that point. Hmm. So right around this time, guys, some big news. I'm sure inconsequential to TNA, but uh. According to the news, and this week, uh, Kurt Angle was released from his contract. I know they'll have no bearing on TNA whatsoever. No, but no, no, no. Definitely a big happening in wrestling at the time. Yeah, I mean, we have Burt Triangle to look forward to, but I don't know about Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of just fell off. He just disappeared after being fired from WWE. Just like his marriage to Karen did on that uh, WWE documentary, they just did. <laughs> and literally in real life too, I guess. <laughs> oh, still carrying on, still carrying on with the pyro. Yeah. Well, they got rid of the T-shirt that was wrapped around the pipe in the, <laughs> in the room. <laughs> oh, Shane's here. Jake, I don't know if you have the ESPN app on your phone or any device that you could look at right now, but uh-huh. at your nearest and earliest convenience, I need you to look at Jimmy Butler's graphic picture that they have for him. Uh, if, you look, if you look at the Heat Celtics game at any point, I assume you. I, I assume you've seen his hair recently. Yes, of course. But it in the little graphic, it is him with that hair, and he looks even more absurd than he already does. So, Let's see, let me check this out here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would tell you too, Ben, but I don't know if you're a big mm. NBA guy. I, I'm afraid I'm not. I, my next, my first question was going to be, who are, who are you talking about? 
So there is this very outspoken player that plays for the Miami Heat. Uh, he's ah, yes. Kind, kind of. Uh, he's he's just a little strange. I don't know. He's he's really good. Yeah. He's a really good player, but he just a lot of stuff he does is just kind of weird for some reason. So <laughs> yeah, he's eccentric. He just likes to you know. So he usually has like the headband and he has like, you know, dreads and corn or he has uh, like dreads before and cornrows and stuff like that. Just real tight to his head. So he came to the press conference, like the first press conference for the new year uh, this year. And he has this like emo, like <laughs> middle aged, like lesbian, dark black hair that's like in Whoa. front of one of his eyes. He looks like he's in like a. Fallout. Or he's like, he looks like he's in like an emo punk band, basically. Oh, he's he's so. he's, he's, he's gone full KD Lang. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, he's he's a. Uh, he kind of looks like Shelly, if I'm being honest with you. Just imagine <laughs> right. laughing, like in his face. Yeah. <laughs> he looks absurd, though. It's it's hilarious. So because we've got I no other tag teams, gents, we're going to use these two. Yeah, as I say, Jake was dropped it in the chat. If you let's have a let, let's have a look. <laughs> I forgot he went to market. That's crazy. Why is he Why is he styled it like he did a Rihanna video as well? Right. He just like I said, he's just he's kind of a weird he guy. He likes to fuck with people. I think like. Yeah, I think that's really why he did it, honestly. Yeah, he's... Although, to be fair, if you're six foot seven and 230 pounds, I'm not going to tell you, yeah, it looks rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, it, if, if he wasn't good, it would be, like, more annoying, but he's actually pretty good, so... Yeah, I mean, he's, like, a star, but, I mean, great player. Like... Like, he's single-handedly gotten his team to the finals, like, two out of the last three years or so. Or two out of four. So... And where the hell's Marquette? I've never heard of that. Uh, it is in Wisconsin. So okay, Wisconsin. Is. Yeah. From I know where yeah, Green Bay. I know where well, I know where Wisconsin is. Yep. I got you. Yeah. It's I don't know what city it's in, but it's in it's in Wisconsin. Um, can't believe we just ignored the naturals. No, totally believable. <laughs> how dare you? Well, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying about how we talk about serious subjects during good matches, <laughs> and we have to we have to talk about goofy shit during the bad. <laughs> so straight out of their, uh, straight out of Chase Stevens' big win uh, to get them a future title shot, uh, the Naturals are taking on Alex Shelley and Johnny Devine, the paparazzis, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the Devine sucks. <laughs> He's terrible. <laughs> it really does. Even though at one point I feel like he was like randomly one of the better members of Team Canada his, for a little bit. His look is awful. <laughs> terrible look. Oh no, it's it's a horrendous look for sure. Marquette is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I, I just, ah, home of the Milwaukee Bucks and Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee's best beer. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Shelly, Shelly here, of course, had an absolute banger at Bound for Glory against Alexander. I mean, I know that goes without saying with Alexander, but Shelly more than held his end up with the bargain. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, just imagine, Jake, current day, one of these guys is the Impact World Champion. <laughs> guess it's not, I'm guessing it's not Divine. <laughs> it's Andy Douglas, actually. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Andy Douglas retires from wrestling like three Zolf, years after this. <laughs> Zolf Diggler. Yeah, that, Zolf that, Diggler, that's right. I know we talked about it before, but I I I never I didn't watch that um, Impact One Thousand episode until quite recent until the other week, and I didn't know like Chase Stevens was the judge. <laughs> I, I know you said about the Fox Box, but I didn't know he was the judge. <laughs> Who was the judge? I, I... Chase Stevens. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He does. He did come back. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Fox Box was definitely a, a highlight of that one for sure. Even though it was a Dirty Dango, uh, Jake something match. That they, <laughs> your boy, Jake something. Uh. Right. <laughs> Andy Douglas with the absolute worst fail ever. Did not break his partner out of the roll-up just then when he was right I was going to say, Douglas better like, beat their ass for that. Oh, no, shit, like the only competent person in this match. <laughs> oh, he's here, he's here. <laughs> the classic Shane Douglas face. <laughs> what the fuck was that, guys? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> he, was, he was talking them up so good before the match. They failed. What the fuck? <laughs> he said he basically tells them they're dog trash and they've got to go back to the training room. They aren't they aren't getting a title shot anytime soon. He could he could totally drop the F bomb on Spike TV, I'm sure. Oh yeah. This came on late enough, I'm sure. We haven't made the move to like have we made the move to seven o'clock yet, or is it is it still? I don't think so. 10? Yeah, I think it's on Thursdays, but I think it's still at like ten o'clock. So when did they make that move? I think it's coming up pretty soon. Oops, Harris looking very stern here. Pretty sure my dad definitely had that shirt at some point in his life. <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream man shirt. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream man. Oh no. <laughs> oh my goodness. So November is when they move to prime time. And it's, another, and it's another year till we go two hours, right? Uh, yes. October, oh, October 07 is when we go to two hours. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a, a decision to make, Logan, when we get to it. <laughs> oh, no, we're going one episode at that point. There's no oh, okay, yeah. oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to have to start going a little slower at that point. <laughs> I'm not about to have four-hour episodes every time we get on this mother. 
motherfucker. <laughs> I love you guys dearly, but not that much. <laughs> I, I, do, I do like to sleep on a Friday, Friday night as well. Yeah, we keep saying these dates of when we're going to get to these things. Just push them out an extra 10 years or whatever we say. It's going to be like a pay-per-view every fifth episode. <laughs> but hopefully all the hopes and dreams we've had of TV actually being good at some point uh, will have come true by then. I didn't really explain well, what uh, Harris and Storm said in that little promo, but basically uh, Harris said that you know they've been dealing with a lot of bullshit lately. They need to put their focus back on being a team and being brothers and going back after what they what they deserve and what they're what is rightfully theirs, and that's the tag team title. So they're gonna. I feel like we've seen. Uh... Sting taking a guitar shot about 4,000 times on these episodes. Oh, they yeah. have replayed that over and over again. Mm. It's a good shot, to their credit. I mean, it is a, I don't blame them, I guess. It's not a bad shot. It I is a good shot. It, it is a good shot, but then when you share that angle where you clearly see Sting tucking his head in to take it. <laughs> I was almost afraid for Sting when he dove like that, too, because I was like, oh, shit, he's going he gonna to die. Um, oh yeah, Christian with the cocky swagger here. Oh shit! Fuck! Damn it! See now, now I can use the ten second skip button because I my phone just <laughs> fell and I tried to catch it. Went, <laughs> nope. All you can do is scrub the little dot and fucking pray that you're in the right spot. You're yeah. like, nope, didn't want to go fourteen minutes ahead. You stupid thing. <laughs> There's a full moon on the map. As a Jake, you, you can lay out if you want to listen to Christian's promo here. One uh, it is a good one. I remember this. Catch a bit. Let's see. He's still is dressed like an absolute douchebag, so <laughs> still got that. But at least it fits now. Yeah, I was gonna say, at least uh, at least now. I do think I had a friend in high school that had this shirt though, I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, I think I, I think I definitely had a shirt like that. Not even, not even doubting that for a second. I think his was long sleeve though, unless Christian just has the sleeves rolled up so high that they're, <laughs> they're at his elbows. I think he clearly has it rolled, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far. He's talking. No, go on. No, you good. I was going to, I was all I was going to say is nice. He caught you before I buttoned up his shirt properly. He's going to show a little bit of skin for the ladies. Yep, I got a little show, a little bit of taco meat there hanging out there. So, <laughs> um, but he's basically talking about how you know Sting lied that he was going to win the NWA World Title. He's uh, a man of God and all of that. So he's kind of making fun of the fact that he thinks Sting's a phony and. Isn't as good as everybody acts like he is. 
And he just the said, crowd, I am God. The crowd is still into him, though, at this point. I mean, Don. It's like, but he says, I am God. And Don goes, how sacrilegious can you get <laughs> the noise? We have to get a clip of that. Like, just that sound. He makes, his eye have gone. And I goes, oh. <laughs> quick question. Quick question for you, gents. How many rhino hoodies do you think they sold? Right. <laughs> um, I bet they did a killing in Detroit with the uh, tiger. It's just like a, a key example of like rhino can't wear clothes made for normal humans. Like, look at that jacket. It looks so. It's like square. <laughs> it's absurd. Like he has a special tailor to add fabric to all these regular pairs of clothes. Right. Like it looks like a box. Like. It's, <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, sir. What what is your size? I can go get it for you. Um, box. <laughs> what, what 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 is your size, sir? Extra square. <laughs> As Tim said on PT Max, see the pregnant roller skate. <laughs> uh, um, Rhino also dealing with a bad case of pink eye. It seems in his left eye. So apparently, he's been eating ass recently. Oh, that's an inside joke that probably only Jake will get. So someone sent us a, a clip of a girl admitting that she uh, ate a NBA player's ass during the playoffs oh. in a re- recent year, and she got pink eye from it. So, and um, I just remember from the movie Knocked Up is where I get it from, because like a thing in the movie Knocked Up where he uh like farts on a guy's pillow. <laughs> Yes. Oh, and he gives him gives him pink eye. That's very true. This is a very good promo from Christian. Uh, much more uh, like interesting and than most of the promos we get in TNA. Like not very generic. The only thing very TNA the production, like as because I've kind of been going in and out to listen to what he's saying. The uh, the mic has this weird like echo to it. This whole promo. Oh yeah, there's a. Bothering the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I think it's, a, it's one of the first few promos in the back. It's when Runt, Runt talks at the very beginning. It it echoes so because I mean I think it's because they're outside, so maybe that had something mm-hmm. to do with it. But it's it was bad. I, I definitely agree with you. There, they, it, it was like it's thing. like an echo. Like it's like point five seconds after he says it, you could faintly hear it again. Mm-hmm. Like every time he talks, and you're just like, Ugh. but it's a very good promo. It's you know it's got a lot of. He's got a lot of good vitriol here. Yeah. So for the listeners out there, Christian's basically talking to Rhino. uh, And Rhino's defending Sting. uh, And Christian's like, well, I was always there for you. I was there when you were hurt and, you know, in the hospital and stuff like that. And when, you know, things were not going well in your life, uh, I was always there for you because I'm your buddy. Now he's handing him a chair. Tells him he can hit him if he wants to, but... Hopefully he'll make the right decision. See, I imagine this is what they're hoping for when they brought Christian and stuff like this. Because they honestly, like, I mean, they don't have a ton of strong promo guys. Like, <laughs> especially like, on the heel side. We have Monty. Like, his are always entertaining. But he doesn't really do this kind of, like, serious. <laughs> and then Jarrett's always just the same <laughs> crap he always says, like, <laughs> over and over again. Where he just it just kind of sounds like white noise. So, like, they could use a guy who can... 
And, you know, now that he's healed, he can kind of do more of this rather than his trying to be a cool guy face thing. Yeah, Monty's promos are good, but they're not good for, like, actual promo right. reasons. It's because they're hilarious. <laughs> that right, makes yeah. sense. Right, like, Monty's not going to come cut this, like, personal or pro whatever one, like, talking about, you know, yeah, you know who was there for you when you broke your neck. Monty's just like, Serengeti, you're a big bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> JB, you, would, you smell funny. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't be allowed a broken neck in the Serengeti. <laughs> Hit me, Terry. <laughs> I wish he had called him. Oh, well. he can't hit him. He's not going to do it. He says, that's what I thought. I don't need a chair to beat your ass. There we go. I like the one guy like giving a golf clap when Rhino starts beating them up. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very nice. Well done. Well done, man beast. (laughs) Very well. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like this is like... I think the crowd doesn't have much of a connection to Rhino because I feel like if this was someone more over, this crowd would be losing it after this. Mm-hmm. You know, after oh, oh, oh god, hit him right, right in the horn, right on the <laughs> doom. God, the horn, the horn has been ripped out. <laughs> he has been dehorned. Which is more than you could say for any teenager in this impact zone looking at SoCal. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I love the random, like, seven foot tall dad taking pictures in the green shirt, too. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I hope he's standing on something because that guy's a monster, if not. Yeah, you wouldn't be. Spectacle. You wouldn't <laughs> want to be sat behind him, would you? I've never seen such a show before. <laughs> it's quite spectacular. <laughs> look, look, Marjorie, he's bleeding. <laughs> I believe the Mexican fellow over there called it cranberry sauce. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, that was last week. That's correct. <laughs> why is that? Why is that man over there wearing a tux sat next to them? <laughs> Seems like Christian. Seems like Christian has attacked the rhino. Why is, why is there Velcro at the back of that what man's kind of a, uh, tux over there? Again. <laughs> Am I to believe he has a tearaway tux? It's the most absurd thing I've ever seen. Look, look, Marjorie, they have a bat phone. <laughs> They've been up and up the brutality on some of these angles, like with the... You know, a lot of blood and yep, yep. Second week in a row with a bit of color. Oh, here we go, the Earl Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say 
I feel like we've had a Hebner controversy all year. We had Dave at first, and right. now we have our own. So absurd. This George. I love that we're supposed to, and he has a fanny pack, too. <laughs> I love that we're supposed to believe that he's homeless just because he can fired from Impact. Go ahead. And the fact he couldn't have a watch, he couldn't find a restroom to have a watch somewhere. I think sometimes too watching this shit on mute, it looks even more absurd when you don't have them oh, talk. Yeah. It's just like what is like, like like Larry, <laughs> Larry with the toupee. Like what is happening? <laughs> like look at that. <laughs> he's got the stamp shirt on. Oh <laughs> tremendous! It will be a, it will be a sad day when Larry leaves this show. God bless Borash for me. like I, they would I would never be able to do it. Like I would crack every time. <laughs> like how do you look at Larry in that wig and not like <laughs> like try and act serious? Like you saw Borash stare at the wig for a second. <laughs> God, he somehow found a toupee that makes him look more absurd than Angle did with the. Headgear, <laughs> Grooney described it as some kind of animal in the previous episode, but I forget what he said. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Somehow JB has the best hairdo in this entire segment here. Not stiff competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's still trying to put the fear of God in EY, thinking he's not his job's not safe. Oh man, on replay that looks that looks way worse. Man, the concerto is such a brutal move. If it, I mean, just like in actuality, not in actuality, I guess, but mm. in. Uh, Oh, gents, look at the country that's got. Did you, did you see he's on cotton? We might we have to tell Jake to uh, drop out again. <laughs> is is uh, James Mitchell on commentary? He certainly is. Well. Let's see, let's see if I can get any tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> he's hit it with a full arm dragon twist, Mike. <laughs> oh, uh, if if this uh, write up that I have pulled up is correct, uh, you, you'll have a. Hell of a line coming up. He apparently describes listening to Don West as being as pleasurable as bobbing for apples in a colostomy bag. <laughs> he says, um, he said he's figured out the connection between Brother Rutt and Raven. And he says that Raven is telepathically, uh, what do you say, telepathically manipulating him or something? Oh my god. We have a uh, Brian Kendrick taking <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. This is Cassidy Riley. Very great value, uh, Brian Kendrick. Terrible. <laughs> He's got the Kendrick those, in London pants on now. Those from their pants text. are awful. I was about to say, they, they don't work for him. The Between those, those, and then like how all these guys have like those AJ kind of like little short trunks. Yeah. 
that's like very like mid two thousands indie, you know, like Yeah. No, I, th- really, I definitely know what you're talking about. Don really doesn't like the thumb ducks there on the desk. He definitely Cassidy Riley definitely stole these pants from Kendrick and London in the 06, though. This is their tag team running to the ring pants. Oh, he takes a nice black hole slam, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when he was a Raven crony and Raven never accepted him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, there's another bag. Mm-hmm. So, Runt earlier in that small promo challenged him to a 10,000 or a match of 10,000 tax or something like that. And he just punches the thumbtacks. Well, I would punch 10,000 tax. <laughs> I would punch 10,000. Yeah. 10,000 thumbtacks match for next week. So tell you blood oh. and guts, man. Yeah. You're getting all about the blood here. Oh my gosh, a, a star is born at Bound for Glory oh, with two R's. Who, who, who could that be? Who could that be? Might be someone someone with a little... Uh... <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody with some interesting theories on life. I think we can go with that. Mm-hmm. His name, his real name may actually be a little Greek. I'll put it that way. <laughs> and yes, I'm talking about Triton. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we get the horror film Sting promo from the pay-per-view. Sting here doing his best meatloaf video impression. Don't you mean Bane meatloaf? <laughs> oh, that podcast never should have come out. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can believe it, this is a super elaborate way of Sting accepting Jarrett's career versus title stipulation. Mm. For glory. At least he got a contract to him. Mm-hmm. In his evil dungeon that he's apparently sitting in. Where it's very dimly lit. Apparently he Sting... Will, Go ahead. He will do anything for a world title shot, but he won't do that. <laughs> um, Jake, he was uh, signing the contract in that Lucha Underground hallway where... All, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing good happens. It's dimly lit and it kind of flickers all the time. Right. See, I like how I like how it's Steve Borden, aka Sting. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Borden. I would love if it said Jeffrey Jarrett instead of just Jeff. <laughs> well, they cleared the thumbtacks up well. That guy in the yellow shirt really interested in what's going on. Jeff Jarrett's middle name is Leonard. (laughs) He would be a fucking Leonard. (laughs) Looks like a Leonard. 
<laughs> so he takes the contract with him, but he does not sign it. He's got to get it looked at. He said next week we will have a public execution of the contract. And maybe oh. something. It's our big match, huh? Mm-hmm. Main event time, baby. Main event for the tag team titles. We have uh, the border AJ brawl. and Daniels versus Lax. Mm-hmm. And a border brawl. <laughs> Some say they might be battling up near the border of Georgia. So much of a border brawl it is. Oh my God, why did they have to show that? It's horrifying. They showed AJ and Daniels getting freaking yeah, stitched up. A little intense. Somebody had a blood fetish on these two episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> Ready for some light tubes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as we'll see, Moody Jack uh, at the our, uh, Spanish commentator has become their uh, personal ring announcer as well. So, yeah, yeah. Moody Jack Melendez, full name. Moody. I wonder what his uh, regular mood is. I wonder if he's a happy fellow. <laughs> even killed. <laughs> Copacetic. Uh, he, he's even killed Jack. <laughs> Daniels obviously has a dinner appointment to get to after this match, so he can't even be, he couldn't even bother to get like in the traditional streetwear gear. Uh, yeah, this is what I was talking about earlier. His uh, lovely uh, street fight gear that he has on. He somehow thinks going to a street fight involves wearing a uh, button-up shirt and slacks. <laughs> Although again, white shirt, so I will predict he is going to be uh, bleeding like a egg in about two minutes time he didn't wear white this time i'm pretty sure he has i'm pretty sure he oh no he does wear white never mind yeah it's it's got black stripes that's what i was thinking black stripes is what i was thinking and not the band aj came in his jeans and his crop top oh aj's AJ's busted already. I'm trying to see who's on the front cover of that knockout DVD. It's gotta be, gotta be like Tracy and Tracy, Tracy. Christie. Christie hasn't really done anything though, but yeah, I think she is on there now that I personally, see. I do not like the knockouts because their chests are not flat. That is true. <laughs> I prefer my dear Wendy at home. She, she's got, she's a very flat. <laughs> dear Wendy. Dear Wendy, hole in the bucket. Dear Wendy, dear Wendy, dear Wendy. <laughs> oh, Wendy. What's the name of the DVD? Have we seen that? I was trying. I was going to try. I think it's just called. I think it's just called Knockouts. <laughs> There's a hole in my bucket. 
She works at the zookeeper behind like, the lady on the left. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> she works in the Irwin exhibit. <laughs> So it is, it is Tracy, Christy, Jackie Gata, and Gail Kim. Oh. No, Jackie gets Gail, he, didn't, he won't even untuck his shirt for the street fight. It's a formal. Remember when, He's a remember, when Jack, remember when Jackie Gata was a thing? Mm-hmm. You remember when we learned nothing about her the entire time she was there? Because <laughs> she inconsiderately got pregnant the harlot. What a what a bitch! I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh no! So we couldn't finish off that outstanding storyline. Mm-hmm. We couldn't figure out what Jeff Jarrett's secret was. It's that he's a prick. <laughs> I do, I do, I do often wonder what the end of that was supposed to be. Because I think he was, like, very adamant that he didn't want to do any, like, angles where he was in, like, a relationship or even a implied relationship with anybody. Because yes. he actually left his wife outside of wrestling, so unlike some of these guys. Why would you wear, why would you wear tape on your head to a street fight? I mean, that's just <laughs> target practice for the other team. Now I've got the now I've got the hole in my bucket song stuck in my head. Yeah, so same, <laughs> same, I, I appreciate same. I appreciate that, Jake. Anytime. <laughs> you can tell me the school teachers who have to sing that quite a lot. <laughs> I remember that one distinctly from first grade. Mm-hmm. Hole in a bucket, dear Wendy, dear Wendy, and hold the bucket is flat. <laughs> Oh my goodness. The bottom of the bucket is. There's also another it's rule so about it. There's also another rule about this podcast. Where if we, sometimes at the end of the show, when we get a good match, we're all a bit tired. We all go a bit senile. Right. <laughs> Very true. Look, we got the 12 minutes total of actual analyzing of TNA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. much we to did. Sean Kidd's chagrin, it was about Ron Killings. <laughs> we've, done our, we've done our serious analysis for the year. He really, like, Daniel's just, he looks like wearing these college shirts and these matches and stuff. He looks, it's like he's like in a Jean Claude Van Damme movie where it's like, you know, where, like, where they just have to start fighting in whatever environment they're in, like, well, I didn't plan for this, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that looked not good. God. He just dumped him on his face on top of the unfolded chair. God bless. Wow. My goodness. I feel like 
LAX have like uh, filled the gap that AMW have kind of left. Mm-hmm. Like for these like chaotic matches, you know, like just come in and like have these bar fights. Mm-hmm. Like these wild brawls. It's amazing how good, how or how quickly they got pretty good. Mm-hmm. I f- figured it was going to be a little bit more of like a, it might take them a minute to you know, like a grudge get, get to that level. level. No. But... Once he threw Sanjay 45 feet, <laughs> yeah, I, think we're, I think we're, we were all sold. <laughs> we all bought in that moment. Yeah, all you have to do to win over our hearts is toss a motherfucker all the way across the ring. Wow. Homicide breaking out a Tazplex there. Oh, good God. He almost overshot him. So we don't don't do this often, but I feel like it's... So we'd have been right, like SummerSlam 2006, right in between these. Because we rag on TNA a lot, but I think it's important to know. So SummerSlam, you have Chavo versus Ray, Big Show defeating Sabu, Hulk Hogan defeated Randy Orton, Ric Flair defeated McFoley, Batista defeated King Booker, DX defeated Mr. McMahon and Shane McMahon, and then Edge defeated Cena in the main event. That's your SummerSlam here. Yeah. It, was, it was the it was the previous Sunday, right? So there's your comp, just to kind of know what competition's up to. Holy crap! We have new tag team champions. New champs. We sh- we sure do. We're taking over. I think that was What's the first, that, that? first time they did the LAX logo where you do the L and then put the the upside down V over the L. I hope Shocker like tries to join them and they give <laughs> him like the Brutus Beefcake treatment and just like oh beat his ass. If he, brings out, if he brings out a birthday cake, then. Right, yeah, brings a birthday cake out and he brings out a, a Big Mac value meal. <laughs> <laughs> I got you this one for free. That was the uh, that was the Degeneration X McMahon's match where the McMahon's literally brought everyone on the roster out to help them <laughs> beat up DX and then somehow still lost. Is that the one where they, is that the one where they did every eight every tag team from the eighties finishing move as well? Am I thinking of the right match? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might be it. All right, that wraps up episode two for us tonight. So we will. Uh, I'll go to Jake first. What did you think of that episode? Yeah, another good one. I mean, good main event, big title change. The uh, the Christian stuff was really good. The best stuff Christian's done outside of the ring since he's shown up. So I'd probably give this another, like, you know, six to seven. I mean, these are some solid episodes. A lot of blood on these. Mm-hmm. Kept the blood theme going. So yeah. I don't know. I kind of like where we're going after the uh, – some, maybe it lit a fire under them, eh? Ah. ah. There we go. Um, what would you give that match? Actually, I'll, I'll I'll give it. We'll do a star rating on that match as well. That was a fun brawl. I'd probably go like three and a quarter, three and a half, something like that. Gotcha. Uh, ben, what would you go on the episode in the match? 
Yeah, I'm exactly where Jake is. I'd go about three and a quarter, three and a half of the match. I'm I'm tempted to bump that up to seven and a half because that to, that Rhino and Christian segment is fantastic. And you know, we don't we, we we shit on things a lot on this. So when something's really good, I think we need to call that out as well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that that a uh, problem. I, I I as the host, of course, pre watched all these episodes <laughs> um, <laughs> to kind of kind of pick up on some things that maybe maybe get missed on uh, these live watches. Uh, but uh, yeah, that promo was very good, and that main event was uh, a better version of what they did at the pay per view. The pay per view was good, but it, you could tell that maybe it was their first match together. They didn't quite have that chemistry with each other yet, but um, they definitely uh, put it together here, and I believe. Uh, when we go forward, they will have another match that is considered uh, one of the one of the best tag matches in company history. So we'll we'll have that one to build up to. Um, but we'll go to some awards real quick. Um, MVP of the night, uh, Ben. Who would you go with on that one? I'm I'm half tempted to give it to. I, well, no, actually, I'll get, I'll do joint. I'll give it to all four men in that in that main event, and they had the the opening brawl as well in the first episode. So yeah, I'll go all four men. All right. Well, I'd Jake... co- actually, I'd carry on as well. Five, five. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jake, who you got as MVP? I'll go specifically LAX. They're all great, but I feel like LAX just because how quickly they've like elevated themselves and they got the big title win. Yeah. 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 I think that's probably definitely a way to go here. Um, I'd honestly give an honorable mention to Christian. I feel like this is the best he's been presented mm-hmm. so far. So uh, mm-hmm. he deserves at least a shout out. Uh, but I, I would definitely go LAX as well. Um, LVP, Jake, who you got on that one? I'm going Divine. He was all over these shows and he sucks. Yep. <laughs> ben, what about you? Yeah, Divine's fucking awful. Yeah, he he, he looks awful. He is awful. So uh, definitely an easy pick there. Um, match of the night feel like we got to go with that main event. Is that what you would go with, uh, Ben? Main event, and we'll give a very close second place to the Joe uh, Truth match as well. All right. Uh, Jake, main event? Yep. Agree with all that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, moment of the night, um, LAX winning the tag titles. I feel like you got to go with that. Um, you could honestly mm-hmm. you could go with Christian's promo and uh, that big uh, brawl with uh, – uh, Rhino, and you could go with the brawl that start the first episode. Yeah. So um, I would probably go LAX winning the titles, but um, Jake, what would you go with? Yeah, I'm, I'm with the, all those. They'd probably go with the title just because it's going to have the most long last. But, I mean, credit to TNA because, like, usually when we pick a best moment, it's something to happen in a match, you know? So for mm-hmm. them to have multiple things that we could yes. argue your best moment. Like, usually, like, it, we're, we, we pick some spot they did in a match, and now they're actually giving us, like, segments and interviews and promos and angles which is a positive sign it's like something i've wanted to see from tna more yeah let's just let's just hope they keep it up <laughs> uh-huh. let's just hope and pray that they keep it up um but ben what, what would you go with out of those i i would i would go for the first chair shot from christian because it's the throw of the chair into the well while ryan is trying to do the gore is a specific moment but i i'm happy with lax as well so yeah, absolutely. But yeah, the the the, the awards have been uh, hard lately to do, so uh, that those were actually pretty yeah. easy for once. So um, thank you, TNA, for at least doing well for two episodes, so it would make it <laughs> easy on us for yeah. once. Um, Throw us a fucking bone every now and then. <laughs> thank you. Um, but uh, we'll go to plugs now. Jake, what you got? Uh, Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast just covered Bad Blood 2003. Um, pretty well-known show, if nothing else. Um, 
uh, we had a YouTube roulette that dropped pretty recently, I believe. That would have been the Halloween edition, Night of the Living Duds. So you can check that out as we're uh, probably by the time you hear this, we'll be a little bit past spooky season, but that's okay. Um, and yeah, that's all I can think of. Uh, of course, looking up luchas rolling every couple weeks on the north south, going through lucha underground. So that's a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have the uh, turkey time episode of uh, YouTube roulette before too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, ben, what you got? Yeah, chicken salad rolls on. So uh, the Unforgiven 99 episode has dropped, I believe, and we are recording Halloween Habit 95 this weekend. So yeah, that'll be that'll be two that'll be fun episodes, I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to talking about the uh, monster truck match. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I expect blow by blow commentary, Logan. <laughs> well, I, like I told you and Callum in the uh, ch- the pod chat, um, I had the uh, best of Halloween Havoc. Uh, VHS back in the day and that was a big part of like the middle part of that uh, VHS so uh, I'm a very well uh, studied on, on that match and the match that happens after so uh, hard hitting analysis will be had but Jake Mitch linking up Luchas check that out on the North South Connection talking about Lucha Underground we're almost halfway through the first season so uh, we'll keep trudging through that and then Talking Docs is the other uh, pod I have on north south connection where we talk about documentaries we just did my octopus teacher uh, another nature animal slash documentary so um we had a ton of fun talking about that that's with jenny and roger so um check out everything here at the place of your nation wrestling network and north south connection and pop feeds um and thank you for joining us as always and we'll see you next time a knife But it feels so right Yeah Cuts like a knife Oh, but it feels so right There's times I've been mistaken There's times I thought I'd been misunderstood
Oh 